My name is Charity Dodd, and this is the Blended Learning in Action podcast, sponsored by McGraw-Hill Education Company. This interview is with Mariah Norman. She is a freshman at Harvard University, and this is part two of the interview I did with students who are part of the Inclusive Excellence Student Leadership Team at Mason High School. Mariah is an alum of Mason High School, and she spearheaded this student leadership team at Mason, and you will absolutely love her story and the work that she is doing even now at Harvard and how the work that she did in high school helped develop more skills that she needs to navigate her world today. But what I really want you to pay attention to is the fact that she is a freshman in college. And as a black female freshman, she is taking on the brunt of the work to make better environments, to create more inclusive environments and more equitable environments for the communities that she lives in. You will absolutely fall in love with Mariah and her message. I'm so grateful that I had a chance to meet her and sit and talk with her about the work that she has doing. All I have to say is watch out world for this beautiful young lady. We are talking to Mariah Norman and she is joining us from Harvard. We are going to talk to her about her journey in beginning and starting up the IE team. So welcome Mariah. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So do you want to talk a little bit about what it was like for you to get this started and being a part of the original formation of this team? Yeah, of course. So I think it really honored like the summer before my senior year of high school, which was last year. I worked with different members of the community as well as members of, you know, Mason administration to draft letters and ideas and pretty much just brainstorm the way that we wanted to see changes to the way that the district handled diversity, equity, and inclusion, as well as just justice overall. Going forward, especially after the Black Lives Matter movement that spiked last summer. So we decided to get together and sort of form a student branch to have, make sure that students were at the table and the focal point of our work because students make up such a large body of the Mason community. And at the end of the day, all of these different initiatives and everything like that are for the students. So they have the best impact when they are created by the students with the students in mind. And so we really wanted to spearhead something that would align with those goals that we were thinking of over the summer. And so that's sort of where the Inclusive Excellence Leadership Team, Student Leadership Team was born. Uh, after that, we really started working to figure out how this was going to tangibly uh, work throughout the school and what we could do. And it went from there. And I think that that's pretty much like the start of it and how I got my start and everything, just having like um, relationships with people in the community and always being a part of those conversations about diversity, equity, inclusion, uh, and wanting to move that forward and also broaden the scope so more students had a seat at the table in these conversations with administration, with higher ups in the district, because I felt like there was a very much a lack of student voices. And at times it seemed like it was me and then like a bunch of adults at a table. So I wanted to bring in more students as much as possible. And so that was one of my big focuses last year. I love that you brought in the student voices. As I said with the group earlier, 
many times in education, we don't get to hear the student voices or we don't bring in the student voices as much as we should. Do you want to talk about some of the activities that you participated in while being in the, in the IE team? Yeah, so some of the main initiatives that we focused on definitely are anti-bias trainings. And that was a really big like responsibility that we took up, but I think we handled it really well. Basically what our whole goal was and our motivation was to spread justice and education throughout the school about our implicit biases and prejudice and discrimination, as well as systemic injustice. Because we had like a really strong belief that a lot of the issues and the microaggressions and just the just the general issues that we had with prejudice and racism at Mason was due to ignorance and miseducation. So that was our main goal was to work to unlearn and relearn things for the community. And so we created different uh, curriculum to gear towards different audiences and we presented them to various different clubs uh, and student organizations at the school, as well as teachers and staff members, just to make sure that everybody was on the same page. Because one of the things that also I saw as one of like the pitfalls in the way that we had been working with equity and justice before as a district was not bridging the gap between students, as I talked about earlier. So it was really important for me to get those anti-bias trainings in the classroom and doing that as a team, uh, trading off and having uh, each of us handle different trainings and making sure that we were educating our own peers because I knew from like a backstage standpoint that the teachers were getting these equity trainings, that they were going to workshops, they're reading books. And there was a bit of like a dissonance between what the teachers were experiencing and then what the students were experiencing. And in order for us to achieve the community that we truly need and our students deserve of all marginalized identities, we need to be able to bridge that gap and have everyone be on the same page. So we really worked to dismantle biases uh, and at least have people be aware of their own prejudices across all different spans. So race, gender, sexuality, religion. We really just wanted to make the school a better place as best as we could. Mm -hmm. And I think those trainings were like a really big part of what we did as a team. And that's probably like the thing that I'm most proud of when I look back on it. Yeah. Did you feel like you were able through this team to accomplish the things that you set out to accomplish by bringing in student voice? I think we definitely did. I think we made some good starts and that we can always do better. But I think that it was a really good first step in bringing in the student perspective. I know that it had an impact on people because people would literally come up to me after the trainings if it was in person or they would message me on Zoom or they would uh, message me on social media and personally thank me for doing the trainings because they learn a lot of new techniques and just a lot of things to be more introspective about how they see the world. And so I think those were the moments when I really felt that like what we were doing was actually making a tangible impact. Even if it's just like a few students reaching out to me, even that is enough for me because those students can tell their friends and be like an active ally and accomplice in in the strive for justice as we move through the school to make it a more equitable place for everyone and so i think that those were the moments that really really impacted me the most and made me realize that the work that we were doing was actually making a difference even if it was small 
that it could have a really big ripple effect. And I hope to continue doing that work and more people to feel the effects of it. And hopefully we'll see like a shift within the culture at our school if we do our job correctly and sustain the momentum that we've had. The unlearning that you talked about earlier, as a white woman, I have a ton of unlearning to do as a person of color. For you, I think that's quite a feat for you to take that on yourself because we shouldn't expect that to come from you, but you feel like such a need to do that. And you've done an amazing job in your leadership of starting that in the district and within the high school. Today they had decorations and posters and you just feel, it just feels welcoming. I hope that helps students who, especially in today's world with mental health, I hope they can go in and be like, you know what, I feel okay here and it doesn't feel like a place I don't belong. So thank you so much for your leadership there. Yeah, Um, of course. And I totally agree. I feel like we definitely need to make sure that like as we're navigating these spaces and creating different teams to work towards equity and justice, that we're making sure that we're not giving too much emotional labor to the students that are involved because it can be really exhausting to, you know, go to these trainings and feel like a lot of the pressure is on you to like educate the masses and that can get really scary and really daunting at times. So I think that it was also nice to have a team because we're able to support each other. And I know that I felt a lot less pressure on me as an individual of like showing up to those conversations alone and having to like carry the weight of every, like every student voice. And then also specifically like black voices. And that can be, that can be a lot of pressure. and It can be a lot of labor And I think it's really important that we spread that work out as much as possible and that we also are giving others the tools to be able to educate others once they go through our training. So it's not just the brunt of the the labor is on the people that are most marginalized and the ones that have such emotional connection to these topics, making sure that through these trainings that we're giving others more of a duty to be able to do that for themselves, because I think that's really important and also, it's just like being a part of a team is a really good support system because we can lean on each other and talk about our frustrations and all of that kind of stuff I think is really important when you're doing this work because it's not just logic and, and fact-based. There's a lot of emotion that goes into it when you're dealing with these topics and working towards justice. So I totally agree with you. I think that it's that these trainings serve as a, a bit of healing for everyone involved and it, it makes it so we're more of not just with us within the leadership team, but like the entire community of the school and the district can become a team in itself and be able to hold each other accountable. So it's not just a couple people having to run around and handle like every issue that pops up. Are you able to carry this work into your base in Harvard at all? Yeah, my time at Harvard has been very interesting so far. Yeah. I have carried a lot of I think the values of this work with me here, I've done a lot of writing here about justice, about race, about history through like the student newspaper, also just through my classes, through different uh, student organizations I'm part of, submitting publications and calling for um, holding the university accountable on the many wrongdoings that it has done. And it's very long history of being institution that was rooted in white supremacy and patriarchy and colonialism. A lot of things that are not aligned with who I believe that we should be as an as a university today. So organizing for various different things, whether 
calling for the divestment of prisons within the endowment or just organizing for more equitable resources and things like that for students of color on campus and just people with marginalized identities offering safe spaces for them. So I feel like justice in general and all of those values that I learned growing up in Mason and having to like build those communities and spaces for myself when I didn't feel like I was always welcome. That has also been a skill that I've had to carry out over here because it operates in a lot of the similar ways on a much grander scale because of the prestige and the money and the elitism that comes with going to such a prestigious institution. And so I definitely feel like a lot of what I learned in high school has transited over here and I've had to also unlearn and relearn things that I experienced in high school in order to be able to better navigate this space and advocate for justice. And just like a radical reimagination of the way that we see things today, I think is one of the main things that I've carried into my time here. That is impressive, Mariah. You're so young. I can't even put into words how inspirational all of that is and how moving hearing you say all of that and the work that you're doing and the work that you shouldn't have to be doing especially as a are you a freshman in college yes yeah especially as a freshman in college people talk about the work you've done and i feel really badly that this is being on your shoulders but i know that you probably want to do this work to make a difference and for others and for yourself. And so um, I thank you for that. And I know when you do make a difference and you have made a difference, I can see it in those, you know, the kids today, when I told them I was talking to you, they were like, what? Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. So they were so proud to be associated with you and the work that you've done. So thank you so much for taking on this work. Yeah, that makes my heart so warm. Um, I love I love all of my, you know, former team members and just former comments. That's really awesome. I love hearing that. Uh, thank you so much. I feel like looking back on it, on like my whole experiences at Mason and everything like that and how much work I did, I, I think I, I would, if I think about going back, I wouldn't do anything differently. I really would go back and I would do it all again. But I also, I feel like if I, well... I think I would do some things differently, but I would definitely go back and do it all again. And I feel like just some of the things that I would do differently is also just giving myself less of the brunt of that work because I wanted to do it. And like I said, I would go back and do it all over again. But I think that could have been more proactive in taking care of myself as I was doing all that work because I wasn't as cognizant of the impact that it could have on me from taking on all that responsibility at such a young age. But I'm glad that I did it. And I think that it was also a really good learning experience for what it was to go through that experience and just like the lessons that I took out of it. And I felt really called to do the work. And also just like being able to make the school a better place for the people that came after me. And it can be it can be sometimes like disheartening and hard to get through work that you know that you won't see the tangible impacts of while you're there. So it's very much like working ahead very have to be in a very visionary mindset to be able to stick to what you're doing and feeling like what you're doing will make a difference even when you can't see it yet and being able to hold yourself accountable honestly and stay hopeful and stay passionate and driven about achieving whatever it is that you're set out to do even if you aren't going to see it in your time in that space uh or even in your lifetime i think that it's just important to 
move as close to justice as you can, do as much as you can with the resources that you have. And then at the end of the day, you did your best and that's all you can do. And also making sure to take care of yourself while you're doing all that. I hope you're taking care of yourself now. Yeah. You are. <laughs> I definitely have learned and being way more aware of how much I'm taking on and being able to take care of myself and letting other people do things. Cause I also had like a habit of like wanting to be in control of things that I really, really cared about because I was, it was my baby. Like all these projects were like my, my personal brainchild. And so giving that away to someone else to take care of was something that I had to like really work on being able to let go. Even like starting the team at some points, I was like, oh my gosh, other people are going to be handling this and needs to be handled so carefully. Like, and I trusted these people, of course, but that's just like how my brain works. When things are super duper important to me, I want to do it all myself because I know that if it messes up, that I know exactly where it went wrong and I can work to mediate that and be better in the future. Handing it over to someone else is definitely like a big, it's a big thing to ask of, uh, but I'm getting much better at it. So that's good. <laughs> that so important. Yeah, that's beautiful. You did leave a wonderful legacy at Mason with this team because they are doing great things just like you you wanted them to and that you started and the reason that you started that. You should be very proud of that. And my point of doing this podcast is to share with others so that others can hear what you started and make it happen in their schools and within hopefully the greater community and your work is just expanding yeah and yeah that's actually crazy to think about well yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah and it's it's weird the like ripple effect of like things you could have that you like don't even see the the reach of of your impact so that's really beautiful that's really cool yeah and this podcast i have listeners in 13 different countries so oh wow so talk about that's super effect. cool yeah so yeah Maybe you can start That's a podcast. Awesome. Right. <laughs> I have I have a friend who I have a couple friends who have a podcast actually. It seems fun, you know, just like to listen to yourself talk. I feel like that's right up my alley. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just want to thank you for joining us today or joining me today and talking about the amazing work that you're doing. And and I think it's good for our listeners to hear um, you reflecting back on how you weren't as cognizant as much as you should have been about taking care of yourself because others need to take on this work for themselves and to, like we said, create a ripple effect. I just want to ask you, is there anything else that we didn't talk about that you wanted to add in here? Just to keep up with the inclusive excellence team that's going on right now because they're doing great stuff and I love them. And it's really cool work. So I feel like everyone should check it out and implement it in their own schools if they can. So Great. thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, and I've loved uh, getting to sit down and chat with you. Oh, thank you so much.